Uh, hey, hi everybody! Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck Earth Sea Edition. Uh, I'm we're back here with Jules. Hey, Jules. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, actually. Oh, good. Um, we it's been it's been like two weeks, probably uh... two three weeks, maybe since we last read. No, it's been like just a little over a week, honestly. Has it been a little? I think it's been longer than that, but yeah, probably somewhere in there. Something like that, yeah. Uh, and. What 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 do you remember from last time we we, we read some Homestuck jewels? Uh, let's see. Oh no, what do I remember? Um... Because because Ashley does, you know, this whole uh, last time on. Yeah. Uh, and God, I gotta tell you, I can't be fucked to do the work on that. No, no, don't. <laughs> Love of God, don't. Because so that way lies madness. Um. Yeah. So I'm just gonna ask you every time we start recording. You know what happened last time? So my my memory's kind of fucked right now because I recently listened to the latest episode that was released. Yeah, but I'm trying to think what did we record last time? And oh, right, okay. So we've now officially met Dave. We've officially met Dave. He fucking murdered a bird. He killed a bird. He killed a bird with a sword with a katana. With a katana. Like holy shit. Yeah. Um. Dave is also the coolest dude alive. He is the coolest kid. Uh, he loves apple juice. That yeah, that kid loves apple juice. Um, not he really does. But he doesn't love en- enough to drink it without like the fear of it being just pee. Yeah, because of because of John reminding him of how little monsters went. I mean, that's um, like the thing friends do to each other. Like just instill yeah. a tiny, ridiculous, absurd doubt. Yes. Um, was the last recording when we saw the Mom versus Rose strife? Yes, we did. Yes. Which so when Rose she has bought a her a fucking pony in the middle of a strife. She bought her the pony in the middle of the strife. God. And we also saw the painfully awkward, passive-aggressive maneuvers those two have done with each other with the fucking fridge. <laughs> it was just, you know, the pillow, keeping the letter off the ground, and all that, all that, the W's, and all yeah, that nonsense. God. Um, Rose, meanwhile, yeah. is in the mausoleum for her cat. Yes, uh, and she has her backup generator and is back online now. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's up with John, Jules? Oh, what is up with John? Holy shit. Um, he's talking to somebody. Yeah, so he's talking to the Wayward Vagabond. No, he oh, was wait. talking oh. to Nana Sprite. Oh, that's right, he was. He was talking to Nana Sprite. Oh, wait. And Nana Sprite started to explain the nature of what they were doing. Right, yes, 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 he uh, did. Because there are, are seven gates he has to go through that mm-hmm. lead to Skya. Yes. Uh, which is a place of unbound creativity, I believe, is the way they describe it. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what John just did. And we left off with the Wayward Vagabond. That's right, because we've now discovered he's just been accidentally typing in all caps. He's he's the one who's been putting in commands. Yep. Uh, and he hit that caps lock button, uh, and it unlocked a panel that contained a couple of cans of food mm-hmm. uh, and a book on human etiquette. Excellent. Exactly what they need. Exactly what they need. I do like, specifically, it's beans and mustard. It is beans and a can of mustard. It's specifically a can of mustard, a tin can of mustard. Listen, you can't have too much mustard. Y- I guess not. It's not perishable, I guess. I love mustard. 
I if I Do you I don't really like mustard. If someone gave me a can of like if we're like at like a freaking barbecue or something, and instead of a squeeze bottle, there's just a can yeah. of mustard, I'm gonna be a happy camper. You slather that bad boy. I'm just gonna take the can. Fuck all y'all. Mine. <laughs> you can just take the bottle too, you know. No, it's a can no, what? <laughs> Wait, no? I'm no. sorry. No? No, because, like, I can eat out of a can like a civilized human being. I would have to drink out of the bottle, which means no one can now share in this goodness. I... Okay. I get... I... I guess... To be fair, Jules, I could... I don't, under... I don't I could... understand you, Jules. I could also easily drink a bottle of mustard. Could you? Yeah. That sounds gross. I'm... I See, I don't mind mustard. Like, mm-hmm. see, if I get, like, a hamburger, right? Right. And there's some mustard on there, I'm not going to complain. That could be okay. Wait, I'm sorry. You getting a burger? This is unprecedented, I know. My but God. If, if there is mustard on my burger, I'm not going to complain too much about it. Mustard right, yeah. could be pretty okay on that. But anytime I was like, you want some mustard on your hot dog? I'm like, fuck off. Leave me alone. <laughs> Never talk to me again. I like how you went from, yeah, mustard's not too bad, to if you offer me mustard, fuck you. Like... <laughs> Never talk to me <laughs> ever again. Is. Don't at me. Like, don't do not at me. <laughs> uh, Jules. Yeah. Let me talk about Homestuck. What's Homestuck again? Uh, it's this comic, right? Uh, about uh-huh. a young a young man stands in his room. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although thirteen years ago he was given life. <laughs> only today he'll be given a name. I hate that you know that like off by heart now. <laughs> I'm mostly guessing, but I think I got that's, it. Like, because I've been listening to yeah, the recording, and that's it. actually like pretty sure that's bang on. Like, maybe <laughs> minus one or two words, but that's kind of terrifying. Ah, <sighs> Jules, read the command. Wait, so yeah, we found out with yeah, he hit caps lock that unlocked the door. So next, yep. and we hit game FAQ. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess I just have to dust off the rose immediately. I mean, I could give this a shot as rose. Uh, no, that's okay. I I will read the extended <laughs> nonsense here. Okay, wait, if you ever you want to take a break, because I know you have a cold right now, so... I do have a cold right now. It's not... I don't know if it's coming through at all. I do have a cold. Uh, I've assured Jules this is fine, because half of the alpha set is me with a cold, because moving to the northwest has destroyed me. Uh, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. The long and the short. The medium, too. I may have been a bit hasty in advising you not to bother with the prototyping process. If I spared any detail, it was only to optimize your chances of survival. And if you find yourself begrudging the absence of certain instructions, which, if followed, would have resulted in your demise, then I guess that makes two of us. Otherwise, you're welcome. But the fact appears to be that prototyping the kernel sprite before making your gateway may offer the only opportunity to exercise control over your new environment, a place known as the medium. Also, if prototyped with one or two sufficiently a bit loosely humanoid or sentient elements, living or otherwise, it offers the chance to have all this explained to you by an aberrational guide through whatever sort of cryptic, sketchy doublespeak your choice of prototyping elements endangers. In lieu of this, you may be forced to settle for my clear, though thorough explanations and assiduous dissection of raw data. Again, don't mention it. If you've made it to the medium with an unmolested vanilla sprite, well, I've already covered the bad news about this missed opportunity, and I will go into this further soon. 
Though to what extent this actually is bad news, I'm not sure. I know only the results of my co-player's current configuration, wherein the sprite was prototyped once before the departure and once after. Which brings us to the good news, which is that you can still prototype after your departure and salvage the massively rewarding experience of haggling with an exposition-slinging phantom guide, so long as you avoid prototyping with terribly inert items such as a brass door knocker and your father's pornography collection. Actually, that might be interesting. If you're struck by the spirit of such experimentation, please don't hesitate to contact me about it. So yes, you can enhance your sprite in this way, but doing so after your departure will longer induce this effect on the medium I alluded to. That can only be accomplished with one or more pre-departure prototypings. In fact, we can extrapolate there are only so many ways to prototype a sprite. Tiers of prototyping in relation to departure. Both before, one before, one after. Both after, only one, either before or after, or none. Those occurring before will affect the medium through the kernel's hatching process and your guide, i.e. the sprite. Those occurring after will only affect the sprite. The effects this process has on the medium, or more globally, the incipisphere, are still vague to me. They have to do with the flavoring, the forces you will struggle against, and generally all forces at odds with each other in this realm. It has given me some insight into the nature of the game, which again, I derive through extrapolation. We appear to be engaging an instance of a dimension with a highly flexible set parameters, and a series of objectives surrounding an equally flexible mythological framework. This framework seems to begin as sort of a blank template, and evolves with the player's actions, and likely further evolves with the addition of more host and client connections and thus more prototype kernels. I regret to say I can't be much more specific than that without loosely extrapolating further. There are plenty of questions that have occurred to me, however. Questions concerning the kernel sprite, which I've raised implicitly already, such as what is the effect of an unprototyped kernel on the medium, or a doubly prototyped kernel for that matter, and even more salient are the questions about this dimension itself. Do all players worldwide make it to this dimension if they successfully complete their departure, or is a unique blank instance of the dimension created for each new player? I have no evidence, but instinct tells me it's closer to the latter situation. There's no indication of any other players present in this realm. Alterations in the realm seem singularly centered on the actions of my co-player and myself. If I had to stake anything on it, I would guess every separate client-server pair activates its own fresh copy of an Incyphosphere, or unique session, if you will. But the quantity of players is a further complication with invites more questions. It seems the game was designed to suit two players most naturally, the server and the client, but through a mishap my co-player and I have slipped out of the obvious tandem arrangement, and the only logical course of action to continue playing is to string a daisy chain of server-client connections with each other until presumably the chain is complete. Theoretically, we could complete this chain with only one other player, functioning as the server player to my client, and the client to my current co-player server, assuming he can recover it. The strange thing, though, is in our instance of this dimension, there are four receptacles for divided kernels, not three. Does this mean we're destined to have a four-player chain? How could the game know such a thing? Perhaps it does, and if this proves to be the case, I trust I will be sufficiently numbed to the realization. Uh, and there's a bunch of stuff crossed out yeah. here. Uh, and Rose says, Rethink organization? Lead may be waist deep and look... Legoric sludge. Legoric sludge. Legoric sludge, yeah. Trim down. <laughs> Bleh. Uh, and she's waving her hand in like, front of the computer a, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a... No, 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 no. Good gesture. She's not finished with this yet. Jeez, cut her some slack. Maybe you could go bug someone somewhere else for a while. Or at least the very... El- or at the very least, someone else. Okay. I think I got most of that. Okay, uh, do you have any questions? you want to talk about it? 
No, because I feel like questions I have are going to be answered soon enough. Well, maybe. Um, maybe. So we have the Colonel. Yep. Um, and we saw John put the Harlequin doll in it before he entered the medium. And that definitely changed his environment because all the monsters he's faced so far are Harlequin-themed. Yes, exactly. Uh, and nothing is Nana-themed. Right, because Nana was he put, put it, it afterwards. in after. Yes, so it doesn't affect anything there. Oh man, imagine so, Nana-themed monsters. Exactly, that's terrifying, right? Just having to fight your grandma you every time. Yeah. Just drowning <laughs> you in, like, envelopes of money with gift cards. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, yeah. ill-fitting clothes you don't want but you can't throw out, and, like, t-shirts that have <laughs> bad slogans on them, but you, like, you know, she thought that was so cute. Just, just hundreds of Nickelback albums. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got that music yep. you liked, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to fight any of them because who wants to fight no. their nana? I wouldn't fight my grandma. Well, no, actually, you know what? Depends <laughs> actually, on the grandma. Molly, no, like I'm pretty sure you could fight. I have anyone. one grandma I would fight. You have w- at least one grandmother you would fight. <laughs> yes. Put you two in the ring together. Oh, I'll win every time. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, months in the past, but not many. Do you have any more questions about kernels and oh. sprites or anything like that? Uh, or are you good? No, I'm pretty good for now. Like, I'm okay. one of those people who's happy to let the story unfold before my eyes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we see Rose's house in the winter. Everything's covered in snow. Ooh, man, this looks nice. Yeah. Man, I think you and I are like the two people in Audio Entropy who fucking love snow. We're the big fans of snow. Big snow fans. Yeah. God, also, I recently re-listened to when you first heard about Thunder Snow as a thing. <laughs> Very exciting, okay? You were transported back to being a six-year-old, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, Thunder Snow undoubtedly is one of the coolest weather phenomenon. Uh, it happened here, like, a week after oh, I that's recorded right, it did, that, and didn't it was it? fucking dope. <laughs> Alright, well, next. Uh, we see... Rose in her room, she's typing to somebody. Uh, it's Jade. Alright, well, I guess we know who's playing who, then. Yep, we sure do. <laughs> uh, you ready? Uh, yeah, I just want to point out, I do like that she's got the blue box for John open, so she's gonna be sending her present. Yeah, she's working on which something for him. she hasn't finished, we know, which is a... I've been there. <laughs> well, actually, you know, uh, when John got presents, they were... Red and green. Right. He didn't get blue boxes. Wait a second. So that means... Oh, so maybe... Oh, this is John's present to her. Okay. Well, if you see from the first line here, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Ready when you are. Hi. Happy birthday, Rose. Hello. And thanks. Did you get John's present yet? I just opened it this very moment. What a stunning coincidence. You would ask about it now. I am stunned. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know! What will you make with it? And who said it was something from which something else could be made? Well, John did tell me what it was, duh! I suppose I'll take a stab at learning the craft. It's the least I can do in response to the subtle dig concealed in this gesture. He often tells me I need a new hobby when I make perfectly reasonable analytical remarks. <laughs> but Rose, I don't think he meant anything like that by it. 
You see, not everybody always means the opposite of what they say the way you and Dave always do. Maybe. His birthday is in a few months, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I finally finished the present for him. I've been working on it for years. Years? It's so hard to tell when you're joking. Or if you're even capable of it. <laughs> I just nailed it too, so it's sure to get there on time. Mail takes a while to get anywhere from here. I'll probably craft something with strong sentimental value. That should burn him. I don't think you really mean that. I guess not. So, shall I expect a green package dropped to my house via airmail from whatever screwball branny of the globe you're tucked into? Uh, no. Sorry, but you're sort of hard to shop for. Besides, I have something for you today that I think you'll like even better than something in a box. Oh? It is a tip! This is already intriguing enough to compensate for the grave scarcity of lavish gifts parachuting from the sky. Please go on. Did you have a pet a long time ago that died? Yes. Okay, well, how did you feel about your cat? Did you love him a lot? Okay, well, I didn't mention it was a cat, or that it was a male. Let's pretend I'm surprised, and you're embarrassed, and move on. To answer your question, I would describe my feelings toward the animal as lukewarm. Uh, okay. That's fine. It doesn't really matter, I think. Just, what if someone told you you could play a game that would bring him back to life? If someone told me that, I would regard the, mark of the remark with a great deal of skepticism. If that someone was you, on the other hand, then I would have to ask preemptively, is that someone you? <laughs> yes, that someone is me! I just thought you might find it interesting. So what is this game? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying is all. I think I'll hear about it later, and maybe you could talk to John and Dave about it. They're all way more into all that stuff than I am. I'll see what the word on the street is about it, in due time. For now, I should probably order a copy of Knitting for Arseholes. It would be a shame if I ran late with John's present. Wow, that's weird. There's a lot of weird stuff in that. Yeah. There's... That's pretty weird. Why does Jade know all that a, stuff? A, why does Jade know all that stuff? B, how, why did it take her years to make a present for John's 13th birthday? Yeah. And she's so nonchalant about it now, too. Right. Like, it's it's almost like this is just so sincerely her that everyone just thinks, oh, she's just a quirky girl. Like, Yeah. I mean, Jade seems like she's very sincere yeah, all the exactly. time. Yeah, um, exactly. Also, very cute that John was the one to get Rose the knitting kit. Yeah. No, John's a very sweet boy. Molly, I might be shipping these two. Um, John and Rose? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, yeah, the first male character and the first female <laughs> character in the comic. Yeah, that's a... Listen. You did a really good job on Listen. your ship here. okay? Listen, this is okay. cute. I don't honestly ship them right now, but, like, it's just a cute moment. Oh. Sure you don't. God, you know me. (laughs) Uh, so, also bringing a cat back to life, huh? So, yeah, um... I have a... What do you think Jade's suggesting here? I think I know what Rose's Colonel Sprite's gonna be. You might. I mean... That was kind of, you know, a 
dapper cat corpse in the last time we recorded. There was. Very cute. Very, very, very cute. Kind of disturbing, but in this art style, very A little ador- weird, very, very cute. adorable. Yeah. I mean, it's a cat in a suit. Yeah. Business cat. Formal cat. Business cat. But yeah, no. Okay, that's that's very... That's good groundwork with clues for later on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like that. Um. Anyway, Dave, get Katana. It's a hell... You capture like your katana and prepare to venture out into the apartment to retrieve your bro's copy of the game. But first, maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> first of all, A, get katana, good command. Uh, yes. B, another thing I, I like about this, because we've talked a lot about like how, oh, it's cool the way this is pretty accurate representation of just like, you know, kids who become friends online and like the different places yeah. they're from and like time difference and stuff but also i like that they're all living in very different places like yeah right you know of course you've got you know john with his dad in like a regular suburban house very stock standard he's so he lives in washington right. oh does he okay yeah uh so i can i, I think i can tell you this without like mm-hmm. giving anything away rose lives in the east coast that somewhere. makes sense with the time difference yeah yeah um dave lives in texas oh okay um, John lives in Washington, and Jade, yeah. you'll find out. No, I, I'm betting it's, well, um, odd. What you know is that Jade said it's very difficult for her to get mail exactly. out. Um, but yeah, like, even just the fact that, you know, Dave li- lives with his brother in an apartment, and Rose lives in a freaking mansion, like. <laughs> right, yeah, like, it, there's all kinds of different people around. And I like the here. fact that, you know, just, Rose is so nonchalant about living in a freaking mansion, and John's just like, how big is that place you live in again? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, yeah, she, she's exactly. like, I live in a normal house. You know? Rose has an observatory. Rose has an observatory and a river running underneath her with a waterfall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which is hilarious because she probably has the shittiest computer setup out of all of them. She has a laptop. It might be a really nice laptop. Yeah, but that doesn't match, like, just a desktop computer. That's true. Then again... Well, maybe it's yeah. elegant. Maybe she Actually, likes it. Actually, that's a good point. That's very true. Uh-huh. All right, well... Um, I'm gonna stop listing off the numbers when uh, Dave puts off something into his capture log card, even though it's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, but the katana goes in card you nine. numbers nerd. You numbers dweeb. <laughs> It's a programming thing, and I don't like the programming part, but I like looking right, at the numbers. Right, because you're a so. math nerd. Because you're a yeah. math girl. Yeah, I'm... Yep, that's yeah. all true. <laughs> anyway, um, Dave, retrieve dead bird. We are gonna go to a sound all right. page. Uh, we see Dave looking out of his apartment window. Oh, he's pretty Ooh, high up yeah, there. Yeah, like he's top floor of his building, huh? Yeah. Uh, and that crow is on, well, I don't know if that's the same building, but... Yeah. It's, it's about eight floors down, and... Um, oh, 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 that's a lot oh, of me- oh. That's a lot of meteors. Oh, okay. Oh, that's probably not good. That's really, really not good. And there's a little next arrow you can click right. there. Uh, and we see... A lot of red. Oh, that hurts the eyes. A lot of swirling red. We're inside Sauron's, Sauron's uh, eye. Got it. Oh, it pulls out, and Ooh. that's, you know, the reflection of Dave's shades looking out there. Oh, jeez. Dude, that bird is long gone. 
It probably won't last long in this heat anyway. You don't even know what's up with this sick heat. The sun threatens to set, but won't step off. It's staring you down, like the big red eye of a hot needle skipping on a groove it's traced around the earth. While lingering in midair, its heat seems to spend time itself, stretching it like a warped vinyl. It's meant to rain this season, but there ain't been a drop in sight. Even a little drizzle would help. Might help to fizzle this sizzle a little bizzle. Set the record straight on this global turntizzle. So don't change the dizzle. Turn it up a little. I got a living room full of fine dime bristles. Waiting on the pizzle, the dizzle, and the shizzle. Geez to the bizzack, now ladies, here we gizzo. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. English romantic poet, John Keats. God damn it. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> Love that joke. That's a really good joke. It's really good. But also, <laughs> fuck Dave. Like... <laughs> Why? Because he likes no, Snoop Dogg? No, not that he likes Snoop Dogg, but that he's starting to think like Snoop Dogg's lyrics. No, come on. <laughs> well, this is a white boy in Texas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. He is absolutely that. God, just fucking... I, again, I so oscillate between, man, Dave's so fucking cool, to, god fucking damn it, Dave. <laughs> the eternal dichotomy. Like, oh god, just, because we talked about this before, we all have known a Dave or two or three in our lifetime. And yeah. a lot of us, at a certain point, especially like, you know, past high school and in our 20s, we start to realize, man, those Daves were assholes. Yeah. And I keep flicking back and forth between... When I was a kid and thought, man, this Dave I know is cool, to, god fucking damn it, this, this asshole, Jesus. Yeah. God, anyway, uh, Dave, exit your room and go into the living room. Uh, so he walks out, and there's a poster of a puppet on the wall. Yeah, that's right. And a big puppet... I don't even know who this is supposed to be, but he's dressed like a pimp, basically. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I forgot about Dave's brother being weirdly into puppets. Like, he just really likes puppets. See, like, the Harlequins with John's dad? Sure. The Wizards sure. with Rose Mom? Like, yeah, no. Like, for all the reasons we've seen? That makes sense. The puppet thing kind of freaks me out. The puppet thing's <laughs> kind of creepy. creepy? little creepy? Like, yeah. with the Harlequins, at least, John's dad seems like he just likes that style and is into it. And, like, sure. maybe in a dad way, he took a joke too far. With Rose's yeah. mom, it's more like, oh, she's just being super passive-aggressive about this because she knows Rose hates it. And, like, she takes right. it to such an, ex- like, an absurdist extent that it loops back around to being ca- that is It loops back funny. around to being funny and honestly yeah. fine in the grand scheme of things. The yes. puppet thing... The puppet thing's... I'll grant you, it's a little creepy. It's pup... Like... Listen, Jules, I don't, I don't like, like puppets. puppets either. I don't. I don't like puppets one bit. No, thank you. Keep that shit mm-hmm. away. Keep that dark art of ventriloquism away from me. Yep. Fucking witches. <laughs> Let's go back to the comic. I don't want to think... I don't want to linger on the puppets. Like, I think about <laughs> puppets for too long creeps me out. Like, no. Sorry, little dude. Coming through. Gotta put you down for a bit. 
you figure you left him hanging long enough because he was hanging in front right, of the door. Yeah. Um, Dave, hastily into the room with wild abandon. You barge in to see a familiar what face. What is a this? face. Well, it's another puppet, it looks like. Next. It's a Mr. T puppet. Okay. I it think. looks like... I'm pretty sure that's what uh, it's supposed to be. With the next command, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain as well. Yeah. You stand in the living room. Your bro spends most of his days in here. At night, he crashes on the futon over there. You don't see him anywhere, though. There's a puppet chest he stores little Cal in when he takes him out on gigs. But when he's home, he usually leaves Cal on display somewhere. And with good reason, because Cal is totally sweet. So sweet. Man. It really feels like Dave is trying his best to find the puppet's cool. Or else, if he doesn't, for even a second, he's (laughs) going to lose his mind. That might be the case. Also, that's right. His brother is a fucking DJ with a ventriloquist fucking gimmick. God, yep. I forgot about that. This is yep. actually the most fucked up family. <laughs> it's, pre- it's pretty bad, Jules. Jesus. Oh, God. Also, what what the fuck is that puppet behind the chest? Uh, we'll get to okay. it. Okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's a purple puppet. Mm. It's got a really long nose. Mm-hmm. Like a really it's long a curved nose up around its head. Yeah, Dave, pity the fool. It's your brother's Mister T puppet, which of course is kept in the apartment with a sense of profound humorous irony. But as usual with your bro's exploits, this is no ordinary irony or anything close to a pedestrian tier one ironic gesture, which is a mere single step removed from sincerity. This is like ten levels of irony removed from the original joke might have been funny like eight years ago to joke about Mr. T and how he was sort of lame. That was the very thing that made him awesome and badass. And that his awesomeness was also sort of the joke. But in this case, the joke is the joke. And that degree of irony itself is also the joke. And so on. Only highly adept satirical ninjas like you and your bro can appreciate stuff like this. It's cool taking stuff that other think is funny but you know really isn't. And making it funny again by adding subtle strata of irony which are utterly undetectable to the untrained eye. Also, for good measure, Mr. T is wearing a leather thong and handcuffed to a pantsless Chuck Norris puppet. God, you hope you could be as good as your bro at this someday. You'd never tell him that, One, I want to sit both these assholes down and shake them by the collar and just tell them to stop with the irony bullshit. (laughs) This is driving Uh me like, oh my god, Molly. (laughs) 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 It's not good. Uh, Like, John... This is the case. With John, it was like, oh, man, he's just an awkward dope. But, like, we've all been there. This is more like... John's an awkward, 100% yeah, sincere boy. Yeah, but this is, with the Striders, like, dragging me over the hot coals of my shitty teenagehood. Like... <laughs> just reminding you of how uh, awful you used to you, be, you right? Me- fucking... You remember that one Nendroid comic where it's like fucking Reginald just remembers something embarrassing and is about to commit seppuku? Like, just... Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. it. Oh, God, no. Like, uh, Yep. Uh, also, two. Man, Dave is really trying hard to rationalize how cool his brother is with... Yes, um, he is. Let's just say some puppet S&M. Uh-huh. Because, like... I don't think Dave Strider's bro... You know bro matches those puppets together. No, I together. also don't think his bro is as ironic as he would want him to be. 
um, Dave, find little Cal and give fist bumps. Cal's nowhere in sight. Oh, he sees a bunch of your bro's weird nude puppets strewn around haphazardly. You, you guess these things are kind of cool. Right, because there's like, we've got the purple puppet we saw before, a yellow puppet like bent over the top of a couch, a green puppet bent over the arm of the couch, the futon. Ass all the way. Yeah, and then the blue puppet is underneath like a freaking, uh, Probably an entertainment center, given the electronics on it. Yeah, and then, like, legs are spread out. Yep. I don't like his bro, Molly. No? I don't... No. This is is not looking good. Um, I don't know. He seems pretty cool. That's that's certainly a word that has been used to describe this. (laughs) Um, Uh Dave, play a game on the Xbox. Looks like your bro is playing. It's not like him to leave in the middle of some totally intense gaming. Not like him to most place Cal either. Man, you hope the little guy's all right. Okay, let's let's go. Let's talk about what's on the screen. <laughs> there is a dude skateboarding, uh, and it's a GIF of him like flopping back and forth. It's just it's just mirroring him both times. Uh, and there are pictures of cool ranch Doritos, uh, pizza cravers Doritos. I can't tell what the purple bag is and Pringles on the screen uh, with a graffiti brick wall background. Is this Tony Hawk? Is there a problem with that? Okay. Uh, yes, okay. absolutely. Cool. <laughs> uh, Ashley and I played Tony Hawk Underground mm-hmm. a couple months ago. It, this is just okay, that fair game. Yeah. Also, um, there's a wizard puppet. There is a wizard puppet. That's only something. Also, mm-hmm. okay, I don't. I'm not one to cast aspersions. I'm not one to make certain rash judgments. So, uh-huh. with all of these fucking puppets strewn about, I uh-huh. don't like what's on the wall next to the TV. Which is you don't you don't like the Muppet Babies. I don't pictures? like the Muppet Babies pictures, especially Gonzo. <sighs> I don't like Kermit riding Gonzo. What would have been a normally fanciful and very innocent image. Which, in this context, yes. has now been turned into something sinister. I think yes, I accidentally just slipped my Rose voice just then. <laughs> <laughs> because, Molly, this is actually just a tiny, tinty bit... If you could quit psychoanalyzing <laughs> the Striders, that would be... This is... Jules, it sounds like you need a new hobby. No, I got Gunpla, I'm good. Um, oh, I can knit stuff on my Gunpla. That's a thought. You can. Oh man, Gunpla sweater vests. Anyway. Uh, next. Oh, there you are, dude. Didn't see you there. <laughs> you be chill today, Cal? Yeah, you better fucking believe we be chill. Cal is the man. But little Cal's cool. No? What's wrong? <laughs> No? No. Fucking no. What? All the way no. Like, I, a million times no. Ugh. I just... I don't know what the issue is. There's a cool puppet. He's got a shirt that says Cal. He's wearing a suit. So... He's got a chain so, on. He's got a gold tooth. So... So... Yeah? 
Little Cow, I'm going to go point by point through this, what Little Cow looks like. Little Cow looks like, in terms of dress, not just appearance of the puppet itself, but I'm uh-huh. t- talking about just the clothing, looks like a yeah. circa early 2000s mad TV skit about what if America did a black Doctor Who? <laughs> Is wearing a fucking like pinstripe orange suit with a black bow tie, with sneakers, uh, got the little ventriloquist puppet gloves, a backwards cap, uh, as well as a yeah, just baggy big shirt that says cow on it with a gold chain around his neck. Yeah, hell yeah. He's got gold. Oh, he does too. have a gold. To- Jesus. He's got red cheeks, uh, and he's got blue eyes. That is doing a major disservice to how terrifying this puppet is, look Molly. At, look at those yeah, baby I blues. Don't want those baby blues are going to suck my soul in, and I'm going to be in the comic, and I don't want to be in the comic yet. I'm not deep <laughs> enough, Molly. No, Will Cow is a fucking horrifying, <laughs> evil, spawn, demon, whatever you want to call it. This is some <laughs> horse shit of a creep. Like, this thing... This thing. I don't know. Cal's the man. Like, I mean, I trust Dave. Dave just said Cal's the man. I don't so. trust Dave. Dave actually murdered right. a bird with a sword. I don't trust Dave. Dave did accident. That was an accident. I you know, know but it. oh, God. You want to move Dave, on? Dave, resist great urge to play bro's Xbox. <laughs> you fail to resist the <laughs> urge. You start thrashing up stunts, something uncanny, brutal on your quest for mad snacks, yo. And get this wayward hunger under control. Shit is basically flying off the hook. It's like the shit wants nothing to do with that hook. The hook is dead to that shit. But you get stuck in some poorly modeled 3D fixture or something, like a railing or piece of a wall, you'll have to reset. Oh, Fuck so it's shit. skate. So Andrew has the actually predicted skate. <laughs> well, skate was probably out in 2009. I'm going to have to Google that later. I won't fact check now, but I don't think 2009. Okay. I think okay. more like 2010s. I think it was out in 2009. I do think maybe it was I'm out thinking of, 2009. What did Skate... Maybe... maybe anyway. No, actually, was it Skate 2 that introduced like all the bullshit with it? All the bullshit? Have you not seen those videos of Skate 2 where just like it's a dude just testing out how ridiculous like the ragdolls and physics are in that game? Oh, yes. Uh, skate was released in 2007. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh god, it's been ten years since Skate. It's been ten it's years been since ten Skate. Ten years came out. since Skate. Jules, we have to leave this. Oh, we have to escape Dave, this hell. Give little cow a bro fist bump. Oh man, you almost forgot. Got to give the sea man some props. He fist bumps little cow. I don't like that. This implies that little cow's hand is bigger than Dave's, which implies that little cow's a big puppet. <laughs> little cow's I don't big like puppet. that. Next. You <laughs> see a picture of Dave holding up Little Cal's hand that's so he actually, can fist bump it That's it's a really cute. adorable thing I really like that they Yeah, I like that this art style like really enforce, Reinforces Dave's a fucking child Like mm-hmm. So He's I was recently uh, for like My um, university course I was at like a high school and I got to see some like Kids in year 7 so like 12 and 13 year olds Man I forget like they may be teenagers, but they're still children. Like, holy shit. Young teens are small. Yeah. yeah. Also, kind of hit me that I'm more than a decade older than them, and I kind of was like, oh, God, kill me. 
You are. I, I tweeted about this earlier, but uh, some kids were calling me Miss, and it took me a second to realize, oh, they mean me. <laughs> they do. God. Anyway, uh, Dave, check out your bro's sweet gear. Uh, so we see some stuff in the room. Uh, a poster that says Hustlin' Fizz with a couple sorry, puppets on it. One of them is fuzz. a bee. Hey, Hustlin' Fuzz, excuse me, and he has a chain with a weed leaf on it. Is this fuck Bumble? Maybe? <laughs> Your bro has so much sweet gear, it's hard to keep up with it all sometimes. Here's his computer setup. He's usually got a lot of stuff cooking on here at any given moment. Since he's not around, you might as well sneak a peep. Just, uh, what is that other ventriloquism puppet hanging from... What is that? Is that a Harlequin? I... It kind of looks like a Harlequin with a dollar sign on it. It's... Uh, who knows? Who knows? Really? I, I'm not liking all this puppet paraphernalia. Jesus. Um, also, yeah. I would like to say, uh, for the record, just before I read this next command, I would strongly advise what Dave's about to do. Like, I would strongly advise against what Dave's about to do. Dave, okay. look at your brother's computer. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> uh, we see a picture of a uh, baseball hat and some triangular shades, and it says, oh, hell no, uh, and a password thing. Your bro's computer is password protected, of course, to protect all the incredible top secret shit he's got on the burners. Of course you know what the password is, and he knows you know it. And you're both cool with that, because the password's the most awesome thing it can be. I like to fuck puppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. 69. 69. Nice. Um, next. You enter the password. On the desktop is a hodgepodge of unnamed folders to store all the stuff he's working on. No one can decipher his organization system from him. He also tends to use the application complete bullshit to keep up with the ludicrous amount of websites and news feeds he monitors to stay hip to the scene. All right. I just like... Okay. This is my desktop sometimes. He's got eight yeah. folders on just, his desktop that are This is my desktop folder. when I was like 16 still. Like I was just like, I didn't give a yeah. shit about organization. I still kind of don't. Um, need to fix that. Uh, I am meticulous about well, my computer. Well, the problem is, like, I've had this computer since I was like 19, and this thing... Oh, you would have to go through it. Yeah, that's a lot of shit to go through. I'd rather just like start from scratch when I build my first PC, finally. Um, also, I do yeah. like this other application he's got, which is Delirious Biznasty. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's super good. I like that. Um, Dave, open complete bullshit. Uh, we Dog. open it. It's a content aggregator version 4.13. Oh my eyes. Holy hell. This is complete bullshit. Oh, uh, I... Quick warning to... Looks like there's some comics, <laughs> review of Game Bros, March issue... Like, to yeah, anyone who hasn't read this comic before and is, like, really along with us, just, like, what, if you have any, like, photosensitivity issues, just maybe, like, just skip this page. Holy shit. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Dave, check if Sweetbow and Hello Jeff has a sweet update. Your bro keeps up with your projects in his aggregator, just like you keep up with his... He's tuned into your various blogs and, of course, Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff. You navigate to the latest comic in one of many bullshit feed bands. Okay, that's actually kind of sweet that his brother actually, like, you know, keeps track. Yeah, keeps, yeah, keeps up, up with his, stuff. like, projects. That's nice. Alright, and, uh, 
Uh, again, I don't think I'm going to bother reading any of the Sweet Brown Hellagef stuff. Everyone knows Sweet Brown Hellagef at this point. Um, yes, Dave. Mouse over the orange stripe containing plush rump. Uh, puppet cams. And this looks like all the puppets Dave's bro has. Um. When some of the links up top. Gallery, live video, marionette, bunraku, plush, foam, felt, morote, senor wences, chin face, finger puppet. Another one of your bros. Many ironic websites. The difference here is he rakes in thousands of dollars a month through this enterprise. Smuppets are a multi-billion dollar a year enterprise, and it's awfully hard to resist taking a firm squeeze from the plump udder of that cash cow. Smuppets! 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 Smuppets. What's wrong with Smuppets? Okay. I didn't read the text, so I usually wait for you to read it, so I thought this was just like, oh, okay, he's just like, he just goes to a fucking, a literal fuck puppet website. No, he runs the fuck puppet website! He runs the fuck this puppet is, website, yeah. Dave Strider's bro is, like, a filler episode fucking antagonist in Mr. Robot. Like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> running a goddamn fuck puppet enterprise. Yeah. Using a proxy yeah. server that connects through, like, child pornography industry. This is horrible. I hate this. Well, I do like that he takes Discover Card. He does Man, take the Discover card. If this had been made a few years later, there definitely would have been a Bitcoin icon on there, wouldn't there? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, man. This would have been a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, I, uh, so, he makes the fuck puppets as well, then. I don't know if he makes them. It says that Smuppets are a multi-billion dollar a year enterprise, so I don't okay, know if he so maybe, makes like, them. he is buying these puppets from somewhere and then using them for nefarious deeds to make money. Yes. Uh, yes. So when's that hit website Suicide Puppets gonna become a thing? No, oh, Christ, stop. Just, like, puppets tastefully posed, like, against a cliffside wearing, like, fucking only sneakers <laughs> and having tattoos all over them? Mm-hmm. Pose in an alleyway... Like, with really elegant lighting. God. Dave, stop wasting time and look for bros beta. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You guess you've messed around on his computer long enough. Better get a move on before it's too late for Rose, or worse yet, your bro catches you. But my god, the rumps. They are transfixing. You know this is ironic and all, and your bro reaches echelons of irony you can only dream of daring to fathom. But on rare occasions, when your guard is down, it all just seems a tad unsettling to you. Dave is currently, like, fucking fighting some weird triptych of, like, man, my bro is so cool and ironic. But also, it's kind of weird. But also... I don't know if the puppet shit's ironic, actually, but, is what he's thinking. But also, man, those are some plush rumps. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. Dave, I get it, but you don't gotta go to Smuppets for the plush rumps. I can tell you this for a fact. <laughs> get those God. flesh rumps, at least. Like... Nice. Hell, get the fur get rumps. Butt. Don't go for the puppet rumps. Damn. Just... D- d- mm, next. Mm-hmm. 
There's a little cow. Uh, uh, Wait, how did uh, he get over here? Uh, oh, no. And Dave turns to look at him. No, Molly, this puppet moved on its own. Molly, this puppet moved on its own. Molly, mm. this puppet shoved down another puppet to sit on top where that puppet was previously sitting. I don't like this at all. Okay, well, sure. Uh, next. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, hey. Hey there, Cal. I don't like how realistic the eyes are. No? You don't like- uh, Listen, look at those baby blues. Beautiful. Dave, give Lil' Cal a nervous fist bump. He's- uh, His hand is shaking as he goes in for this bump. This is a trepidatious bump. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Trepidatious bump is also going to be my new stage name, by the way. (laughs) It's a good porn name. Porn name or uh, indie twee uh, big band uh, like God. lead stage name. Sure. Um, next. You're sort of starting to flip the fuck out without losing your cool, of course. Because he's just looking at the room at all the puppets. Yeah, he's just something that's a wait. Wait, hold on. I hate this, actually. Yeah, like, hold on. What the fuck? What the fuck is my bro doing? Uh-huh. Dave, pass the John to ease your nerves. <laughs> I'm just imagining this, like, as an internet conversation with your friend. Hey, uh, just, hey, is it weird? Just question. Wait, weird, weird, I did a question. <laughs> is it weird for my brother to fuck puppets? Is it weird? Hey, can we, hey, can we talk for a hey, sec? Hey, just, uh, one sec. Hey, um, hey, just, like, between you and me, like, buddy, bro, hey, um, what the fuck's up with the Muppets? You get Eggbird on the line again to give him some of the lowdown on your progress. You feel it's important to keep the wires hot. But he's not answering. You wonder what that guy's up to. Uh, next. Oh, there's John. Uh, he's in his room. Hey. Uh, do you want to read this stuff for Dave, or do you want me to read it? I've got to practice, Molly. I've got to do it. Okay, get some Dave. Hey, what is up? What happened with the monster that is totally, definitely in your room? Did you kill it? Where are you, man? Anyway, things are cool here. Totally cool. Bob still still awesome. No problems with them or anything. Like, just really, really awesome. He's having a nervous <laughs> breakdown, Molly. He's having a bit of a break. Like, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> if, if this were us, John would just be like, Dave, are you good? <laughs> yeah. Well, he seems a little preoccupied, so. A little bit. Um, next... Uh, looks like Rose is finally logged in again. Didn't didn't John say her house was burning down? You wonder if she's on fire yet or what. Uh, Dave, pesta Rose. Uh, do you want to take Dave or Rose? I'll take Rose. Okay, I'll take Dave. Oh, there you are. John said your house was burning down. Are you on fire yet or what? No. For now, I've retired to the safety of a smaller building, which is much closer to the forest fire threatening my residence. No, oh, well, that's a relief. John told me to get the game to help you out of there, so I'm working on it now. Working on it? Yeah, my bro's copy. Long story. Hey, don't tell John this, but I think he might have been right about the puppets. They're sort of starting to freak me out a little bit. You're referring to your brother's collection? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's cool and all. The semi-ironic puppet thing or whatever. Or semi-semi-ironic. Man, I don't even know. I'm just starting to think some of this shit's a little far, and it's kind of fucked up. I've seen his websites. I like them. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you would. Man, I wish little Cal wouldn't look at me like that. With those dead eyes. Jesus. Sometimes I dream that he's real and he's talking to me and I wake up in a cold sweat and basically flip the fuck out. Interesting. Oh, God, why did I just tell you my dream? You're gonna have a fucking field day with that. I'm currently scrolling notes furiously into one of the many psychoanalysis journals I maintain for you. Published papers forthcoming. Because, you know, it's not like either of us have anything better to do at the moment than to evaluate each other's radically debilitating pathologies. Yeah, I'm gonna get moving. Oh, have you heard from John? He's not answering me. He won't answer me either. But I am watching him. I suspect he is preoccupied with the fact that he had just had a bucket of water dumped on his head by the ghost of his dead grandmother, who also happens to be dressed like a clown. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. Later. God, I really like Rose. <laughs> Rose yeah, good. Do you Rose? want to start taking Rose? Because you seem to jump on Rose every opportunity I like get. Rose a lot. <laughs> Alright, Rose I, is really good. I do also enjoy Dave just literally like having a fucking breakdown, like, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, 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 why did I tell you that? Wait, why did I tell it's you like, my dream? Oh, oh no, oh no! <laughs> like, I'm sharing things, I'm being sincere, Jesus! <laughs> uh, seconds in the future, but not many. <laughs> Looks like Rose is gonna punch John with the box. I like that, it's not just a pesterlog anymore, she's just pestering him. Like, she's actually physically pestering yeah. him. Uh, there is a pesterlog. Again, Jules, do you want Rose to be your character? Yeah, I'm happy... I really like both John and Rose. Dave is just hard for me to go back into that deep voice for. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> also, I feel like I'm, like, imitating your Dave too much, but that's, you know, whatever. No, listen, that's what this ends up being, is you're going to have to learn how to do each character because... Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine, though. Right. Uh, if you, yeah, if you, I'll let you pick whatever, but if you want to just, like, preliminary dibs on Rose, that's totally fine. I'll call dibs on Rose. Okay, uh, if you feel like changing it to John later, just tell me. Yeah. Anything is good. Sure thing. Uh, John, what are you doing? Snap out of it. We ought to discuss what your grandmother told you, don't you think? Fine. Enjoy your super. I'll go about my business elsewhere. Uh, Rose, deploy the punch designix. We saw that in the menus earlier. Right. But we couldn't afford it, I don't think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rose gets rid of the, like, piano? Also, wait, hold on, where did she get rid of that piano to? <laughs> ah, don't, don't worry about it. Um, oh, but we have Shale now, uh, which is the purple Gris. Oh, that's right, because So we can Mon put the punch design next down. That's right, because, uh, John killed the monster, and he got stuck. Yes. Alright, well, alright, so yeah, basically this thing just looks like... It kind of looks piano-ish, with a keyboard on it, instead of, like a, like a... QWERTY keyboard, right? Uh, rather than anything else, with it looks like there might be a card slot up there. Yeah. Um, John, whenever you read this, you should know I put the shale you collected to use and finally deployed the punch designix. It is in your study. I can only drop it though. You'll have to be the one to mess around with it and see what it does. When you're finished with your weird histri uh, histrionics, maybe you could give it a try. I'm updating my walkthrough, and it would help to know what it does. I like that Rose is kind of treating this like, this is just a fucking, like, let's play. <laughs> yes, this is... <laughs> hey, gamers. <laughs> Welcome to Gamer Girls, apparently. We need Ashley for this. Welcome to Game Girl. This is my... <laughs> Alright, uh, next. Oh, jeez. Oh, 
because there's a lot of the uh, Harlequin enemies outside of John's window. Man, I really like John's, like, just... He's so fucking He's so sick. determined. He's so like, I hate these assholes so much. <laughs> One of them is even wearing his wonderful disguise from before. Yup. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And that's his got- dad's pipe. Yeah, that's his dad's pipe. Only he can fuck around with that pipe. Uh, we've got another pistol log from Rose. Also, I should probably warn you that your house and yard are completely infested with monsters now. Try to be careful. Uh, next... Uh, oh, and John's gonna talk back now. This is so I can see. Stupid, lousy imps. They're mucking up all my cool stuff. Oh, there you are. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure what came over me there. I was acting really crazy for some reason, but my head feels like it's clearing up. I think I'm alright now. Oh, that's good. I'm trying to remember what the fuck my John voice was. (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) It's been so long. Alright, well, John, rebuild the claw hammer and return it to Specibus. Yeah, because it broke during that last fight. Right, yeah. He's got both the bunny and the hammer Specibus. Yep. God. Uh, he puts it back together. Mm-hmm. You're getting way better at this sort of thing. He's getting the hang of it. Like, this is a clunky as hell system, but he's getting the hang of it. Yeah. Uh, John, confront Pogo right to prepare yourself for Nana. Oh, he looks out the window, and he's screaming. I just like the idea, prepare for Nanafall. <laughs> Thank God your sanity's returned so you can entertain extremely rational, coherent thoughts like this one. You examine your poto... You examine the pogo ride from the bathroom window. You do not like what you see. <laughs> Alright, uh, next. Next is a sound page. Oh, and we see oh my God. the imps are playing with the piano. There it is. It's outside. One of the imps is eating cake, and the other is riding the pogo. That cake was in the toilet, Molly. That imp uh, is eating toilet you, cake. If you press left and right after pressing the giddy up button, you can make the guy go back and forth on the pogo. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Those sons of bitches... No one risks painful injury on your green slime ghost pogo ride. <laughs> no one but you. I'm imagining that John sees like the pogo ride as like something that's genuinely risky. Like <laughs> even as a fucking thirteen year old. Be careful. God, Rose, drop something heavy on one of those imps. Rose picks up the piano, and. Oh, she dumps it right on the pogo ride. Oh, wh- it kills the imp and leaves the pogo ride okay. Also destroys the piano. That's a sturdy pogo ride. That's a sturdy pogo ride. That okay? See, like that didn't just like you know make the piano like topple over. It cleaved that thing in two. <laughs> it did. That pogo it ride is fucking Salfang from Wow. Like <laughs> uh, next, rolls my piano. Sorry. No nuance to these controls at all. I was hoping to bludgeon the imp without letting go of it. Guess I can't really do that. A broken piano isn't the end of the world, though. I guess you're right. You'll need to pick up the spoils in person. I can't interact with the grist. So, that means I have to go out the back door? Yes. Is there a problem? Well, it may sound dumb, but I was hoping to avoid Nana and her spooky ghost cookies. You're right. That does sound dumb. Can you see her in the kitchen? Yeah. 
What's she doing? Is she baking? You could say that. Are you sure you can't get that grist up to me somehow? Mm, maybe. Rose, use Pogo right to fling grist through a window. Oh boy, okay, so this is, we're just gonna Gary's mod this. It's gonna go great. It's gonna go great. It doesn't look like that grist is going anywhere. You just never know with these gaming abstractions. I do like that they're testing she that out. She pokes the yeah. pogo, <laughs> and it doesn't do anything. It, like, sprawings, but, like, the grist is, like, just stuck on the pogo. Alright. Uh, next. Uh, Rose uproots the pogo ride. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Rose, drop pogo ride in John's bathroom. Uh, keep in mind, the grist is staying on it. That's true. Well... Most of the grist is. There's two bits of grist that are still on the piano. Well, they didn't land on it in the first place. That's true. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> uh, and she drops it in John's bathroom, and the grist is there. Just, this house is a fucking mess now. Yeah, it's... There's no more baths to be taken. No. Uh, John, get grist. Yeah, he does. There you go. Now, why don't you check out the designix? You can do that while I get to work. On what? Piano level up for slaying the imp. <laughs> the piano, in its valiant effort, has unfortunately been slain. <laughs> but if it hadn't, it would have raked in so many boon dollars. You have no idea. So many. Oh no! Someone raised the piano. I'm gonna put some sad music behind this. <laughs> it's fucking black and white. Piano. Sarah McLaughlin. Yep. For pennies a day, you can save a piano. Uh, uh, that piano's done with God now. God. Rose, it's time to build. Uh, so, Rose... Oh, make some stairs up to John's roof. Okay. Nana said to build, so that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. But this sure is going to take a lot of grist. Looks like you're going to be busy, John. Well, what are you building? Stairs. They are fairly expensive, actually. Oh, man. I could have warned you about stairs, Rose. God damn it, that's... <laughs> fucking, told, fucking told you about stairs, bro. <laughs> fucking told you about stairs, bro. Uh, next. <laughs> and Rose remembers that, <laughs> that comic. Goes... <laughs> that's good. Uh, she gets rid of the old thing that they used to get the PDA from the... Uh, from that little island out there. Right, and then... Uh, and it gives back six gris. Meanwhile, it kills an imp. Well, it, no, an imp just falls... Oh, did it fall to his death? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it just Yeah, fall, it's gone. It's gone. Into the abyss. So long, imp. Uh, and Rose starts giggling. I'll try recouping some of the gris from the catwalk I built earlier. It keeps happening! Ah, good. Look, I can get a refund for earlier allocations. I told you, Rose... I told you about stairs! Okay. Consider me fully briefed on the matter of stairs. Now, if you don't mind, it's hard enough to concentrate on this without immersing ourselves in Strider's non-sequitur. Did you know he thinks puppets are cool? Does he? He's so dumb. <laughs> I do like that Rose is like really trying hard to play cool. Like she's Yeah, she's... <laughs> trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. Like, it's an episode of Rose, like, super, like, detached and stuff and cold, and then, like, at first she's just, like, she fucking finds this hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rose, use Bill Grist to construct observation tower on roof. 
Okay, you obviously don't have enough grist yet for something that ambitious, but you can get started with something of a foundation for upper construction at least. Just build a fucking flat platform with whole- this. She this adds is, another floor. This is becoming The Sims even more with every second. Yep. But that does use up like what twenty five grist. That uses up almost all of their grist. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, John, check cabinets for imps or useful items. No imps in here. Just a lot of shaving cream. <laughs> Dads love shaving. It's basically all they do. When they're not baking, that is. I just imagine, like, just hobby shaving. Like, even when you don't have to. (laughs) The entire cabinet is filled with cans of shaving cream. My god, that's so much shaving cream! It is. Like, holy shit! (laughs) Yep. Uh, John, bring two cans of shaving cream. That could actually come in handy. Yeah, so he capture logs two Uh, cans mm. of shaving cream, and his telescope goes out the window. (laughs) It lands in the hole where the pogo ride was. Hole in one. <laughs> you capture lock two cans of shaving cream just in case. You never know when you'll need to bust out hilarious shaving cream Santa beard to ratchet up your prankster's gambit. Your telescope goes flying out the window. I like that again. The shaving cream can be useful for, like, creating distraction, blinding opponents. But no, he thinks of, like, man, a Santa beard would be Big pretty Santa fucking beard. funny. <laughs> That's John. I love John. He's good. Yeah. Uh, John, ride pogo ride. It's a little cramped in here for any sort of proper reckless pogoing. You'll just grab it and hang on to it till the right moment presents itself. And the towel ejects out. At least the it's towel a towel. The towel goes flying At out. least it's yep. something light and fluffy. It's just a towel. Yep. <laughs> uh, next. The towel floats back down onto the rack. The circle of stupidity is complete. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Rose, check up on Nanaquin. See what's cooking. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she's made a lot of cookies. That's a lot of cookies, Molly. And there's an imp in there, too, but she doesn't seem to mind. No, but, like, that's a lot of fucking cookies. Uh, next. Yeah. Oh, an imp is gonna eat one. Ooh, he's reaching for that cookie. Oh, a Nana Sprite <laughs> fucking murders that <laughs> imp. No, 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 dear. These are only for good boys. Like... <laughs> Yeah. God, she, like, yeah, just fucking laserized that imp to death. Yep. So Nana Sprite has some combat power. I do like that the laser comes out of the scarred eye. Yeah. Nana Sprite's good cool. Touch. Nana Sprite is pretty cool. Uh, John, make your way to the study. Uh, he's trying, but there's two imps blocking his path, and he's screaming at him. I kind of find these imps cute. They're kind of... They're, yeah, they're kind of They're cute. dopes. Uh, it's just like John's just like open like what the fuck are you doing yeah uh next oh it looks like the imps have taken a shining to the crux shooter cruxite and black goo everywhere my god like they're just fucking like jamming that shit like yep there's like 10 cruxite bars in here something like one of them Uh, just like like running on it fucking cartoon style yep God. Uh, John, ride Slime Pogo and one-up that imp. Okay, well, it's not a Slime Pogo, but you mount it anyway and brandish your deadly armaments. <laughs> Fucking cavalry, John! <laughs> Just spraying the shaving cream while waving a yep, hammer? and swinging the hammer. God, that's good. Uh, John, ride your steed to victory. Oh, he starts jumping through, and I think he kills that first imp. Yeah, he kills one of them. Uh, uh, it drops a green card. 
and some grist. Ooh, uh, next. This is incredibly dangerous. <laughs> Don's really happy, though. He is... He's jumping down the stairs. He's got a he's big old swinging smile. His hammer. Yeah, he's killing guys, too. Uh, John, flip the fuck out. Let's see how they like the old double barrel leather blaster. Whoops. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's jumping around, and he lands on the uh, dowel that the other imp was riding. Yep. Uh, next. <laughs> And, oh, he goes and knocks himself out in the corner. John, you fucking dope. I like how the imps just stop and look, I'm like... <laughs> like, uh-oh. Like, what do we do now? Like, <laughs> we didn't think oh, he'd take himself John. out. <laughs> oh, John. Uh, Mr. John, respectfully ask that you please stand up. <laughs> <laughs> He stands up and he puts the shaving cream to the pogo's head. And he's like, and the imps are terrified. <laughs> Don't move, or the pogo gets it. God, <laughs> he's a boy on the edge. Uh huh. I I do almost like the idea that because he's the Harlequins, which then like informed the medium that they all operate on the same human level he does. Yes, that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, yeah. Now, so boy, flee from this boorish rabble post-haste. Uh, and we see John run towards the wall. <laughs> and he does a flip. And he exits the room. He's gone. <laughs> nice of Scon, dude. What? Yeah, while he knocked off a fucking Harlequin out from one of the imps. He sure did. Uh, but, uh, looks like John got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> 